Love podcasts? You'll love Podcast Magazine, taking readers into the lives of today's leading podcasters and beyond the microphone of the show's fans love. Each month, Podcast Magazine's dedicated writers share personal interviews, industry happenings, exclusive categorical charts, and independent ratings and reviews of under-the-radar shows. If you listen to podcasts, subscribe now at podcastmagazine.com and grab a free lifetime subscription while you can. That's podcastmagazine.com. You know, what I realized, though, is that I was always helping people before they got to be able to do their marketing. Like, they were never, they didn't just come out fully baked, like, I'm clear, and I know my words, and mm -hmm. I know who my clients are, and I know what's great about me. It's like, I needed to help them get there. Yeah. And so now with GFR, um, we could talk about what that stands for and how that came about. I feel like that's the space that I'm holding is for people to get that clarity, get real, you know, claim their space, and then go do the things. Go do all the things you already know that you need to do. But I love helping people just, like, wake up and own their stuff. This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of... Reinvention Radio. Steve O's hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello, Mary Goulet. Hello. Richie O'Tay, what's up, my brother? What's happening? <laughs> are you messing with the cord? No, all good. Just moving the cord around. There we're you good. Are. We're good. We're good. Wade's got in control in the studio. Kelly's got in control over there at headquarters. And uh, here we are hanging out on Reinvention Radio on another lovely Thursday. And. Uh, yeah, we got Lisa Cherney in the house. Which Lisa is Cherney, super cool, super excited about that. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, if you're checking out Reimagine Ready for the first time, um, which is not impossible to believe, because you know what? Not everybody in the world has listened to Reimagine Radio yet. I know that for a fact. You know how I know that for a fact? We how? do not have seven billion downloads yep. yet. Although that actually couldn't even necessarily be everybody, because Unless some they people were individual. could individual. Yep. Exactly. We do Some not have what? seven billion unique. Individuals oh, listening okay. to Reimagine Radio. <laughs> the guys so, are just, math stuff. Yeah, math. So, oh, if you're uh, Mary Math, that was a slight for and me. Wade has his math hat on, which is cool. So appropriate. Wade Math. All right. So, uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Glad you are here. For those who have rated and reviewed and subscribed uh, recently, thank you for that. We love you and appreciate you for it. And uh, certainly would love to meet you. If you have an opportunity to join us in San Diego, come hang out at a New Media Summit with us. That would be fun. So Lisa, you were at fun. a New Media Summit. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, I'm whoop. coming back. You're coming, coming back. back. Yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, we, um, we're doing our next one March 9th through the 11th in San Diego. I'm not exactly sure when this will air, but um, I believe at last check, Kelly, Mike, Kelly would have to confirm that, but I think we were around 8 to 10 tickets left or something like that. But anyway, uh, if you can join us for March, awesome. NewMediaSummit.net. Uh, is the site on that. And if you are unable to join us in March, come join us in September. September 10th through the 12th is when we will be hanging out. And, uh, of course, we'd love to have you at the New Media Summit. You can take center stage and pitch 40 top podcasts on who you are and what you do uh, and literally get booked on the spot. No other event like it, wouldn't you say, Lisa? I would absolutely say that's true, yes. Sweet. No other event like it. Dear no friend. other event like it, no. <laughs> you mean walking away with concrete bookings? Like, where else can you get that? Yes. I don't even know. Exactly. And this episode of Reinvention Radio is brought to you by the New Media Summit. All right, fine. Is that um, your announcer uh, voice? It is my announcer voice. All right, so let's... Don't do that again. Don't do that. I will never I do like that again. I feel like you should be wearing a cheesy plaid shirt or yes. something. Right? Like that, yeah. Well, are you, are you not giving me permission to do that ever again? 
pretty much. Okay. Now he's going to do it. Yeah, I not, know. never again. No, but uh, but that's what Lisa does. Lisa gives people permission. See that segue? That was good, right? That was really, that was really good. That was good, right? You saw that one coming. That was awesome. All right, so let's uh, let's jump into it. So first of all, thanks for hanging out with us. You drove down from Orange County. Where are you at over there? I did. I'm in Mission Viejo, just inland from Laguna Beach. Very nice. Very beautiful over that it way. It really is. It really is. So thanks for coming down to hang out with us here on Reinvention Radio. Lisa Turney, the one and only. And it's funny, you and I go pretty far back. I mean, I was thinking about before you came in studio here. Like, I was trying to remember because I like referencing those sort of things, like how long I've known you, and I couldn't put a date on it. Do you, do you even remember how long ago we met? Is it 20... Well, I spoke, at, uh, I spoke at your event in San Diego. You didn't live here at the time. I did you not. came in for it. That was Chicago um, when I lived there. So that was 2014 for that event. But I think I knew you a little bit before. Anyway, so we go back at least to 2014, certainly you know, somewhere right in there. Um, and you, your, your career has like changed dramatically even in that fairly short period of time. So you, I mean, why don't you take people back? Because a lot of folks know Lisa Turney has this juicy market, like juicy. Like they think Lisa Turney, they think juicy, juicy. Yeah, like and that's... I still want to keep that association just to make it, you know. Oh, you do? I'm, I'm very juicy. I'm just juicy. Like it's just a natural, <laughs> you know, part of me. I just, it's just not about juicy marketing now. So you could get away with that. But if I called you juicy and you weren't known as juicy, like that wouldn't, that, like I'd be me too all over the place. Like you can't call Perhaps. me juicy. But you can call yourself juicy and that works it's true well i'm you're just revealing the association you have with the word so it is true well what do you think of when you think of (laughs) like i'm I'm sorry fruit okay there you go and not just the bubble gum there you go see juicy fruit bubble gum all right so um so but you you did that really really well for a long time helping people with their marketing and 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 you were so good at it and now you're i guess just your own client and helping yourself but but you literally just pulled the pulled the plug on it and just said, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, take us through that decision of moving out of the career that you had been. How long How long were you doing the marketing side of the equation? That, that sort of well, work? Well, I started business in 1999. So I'm celebrating my 20th year in business. And I did the, the marketing focus. So my first, I don't even know if you know this, my mm. first brand was Conscious Marketing. And I have oh. ConsciousMarketing.com, which I am planning on bringing back, by the way. Interesting. And once everybody was talking about consciousness and it was sort of like everybody was talking about it, I was like, okay, I need to say something different. And that's when the juicy thing emerged. Mm-hmm. And And, you know, what I realized, though, is that I was always helping people before they got to be able to do their marketing. Like they were never, they didn't just come out fully baked, like I'm clear and I know my words and Mm -hmm. I know who my clients are and I know what's great about me. It's like I needed to help them get there. And so now with GFR, um, we could talk about what that stands for and how that came about. I feel like that's the space that I'm holding is for people to get that clarity, get real, you know, claim their space and then go do the things go do all the things you already know that you need to do. But I love helping people just like wake up and own their stuff. Yeah. Can we say shit? Basically, we can. Yeah, we can yeah. say we that. do. And we can okay. say own get, their shit. get <laughs> effing real, it get just, fucking real. I mean, yeah, that's what now it we is, just have so. the E on it. Yeah. So you might as well do it as much as you want. There all you, you need to do is listen to the episode with uh, of Shaniqua. No, Beyond Eight Figures with What's-His-Face, the marketer guy that was just F-bombing the heck out of us. Yeah, which one, right? Oh, yeah, man, it was crazy. It back up. But anyway, um, I, what I'm, I'm loving, too, is you're basically, at its basic level, is planting the flag. This is, this is me. Yes, right? unapologetically. Because you can't do any of that other stuff until you, until you put that flag in and say, no. 
And I, I'm, for 20 years, I mentored people that were going for the shiny six and seven figure income goals. And I saw what was getting in their way. And it was always them. It, was, mm -hmm. it wasn't like, oh, you need the, the right system, blueprint, formula, step-by-step, -step, binder, whatever. It wasn't that. It was that they were in their own way. And so I started to hear the same things over and over again. And that's how the GFR commandments that you're looking at right there came to be. It's like those are the 12 ways that people would get in their way before they even could maximize the investment they made or do the thing they wanted to do. It's like they needed to really get real about where am I stopping myself? It's, it's a great point because not even though we're doing reinvention radio now, we do that other show that you were, we were recording before you came in beyond eight figures and at 10 figures are there Eight figures, ten yeah, million. Yeah, sorry, yes. ten million. So <laughs> I was That's like, our other show. no, and then, but but then there it's are people that have gone. There thing. there are people that have gone Richie that math. far. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the point is, they always come back to the mindset stuff, right? So even when you still got to do the marketing, you still got like it's not an all or nothing thing, right? You so you just took and put that in, in your quill and then helped apply it to your own self. The stuff that you had learned about marketing when you realized, hey, I'm helping all these people. At the fundamental level, I have to help them with their fundamentals and just be okay with who they are. Now you just don't do marketing for them, but you obviously know it. It's not like it's out of your brain now, here, Here's the beautiful cross-section of both, and it's in commandment number three, which you read along with me. Um, don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. And then each commandment has a confession question, and this one is where am I not speaking my truth? And this is the apex that applies to marketing. Like, where am I so worried about being normal, proper, or polite that I am not speaking the things that I want to say in my marketing? Where am I not owning my soapbox? Where am I not being real and I'm just trying to like appeal to everyone that could possibly want anything from me? It's like, where am I hiding? And so, mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a beautiful cross-section right there in just that one commandment. And, and so, so that's where the marketing and the GFR thing comes So did together. you feel like you weren't being and and again, this is so GFR, get fucking real. Yes. And we can say it. We won't have to say it over and over again. But the point being, did you feel like you weren't real with the juicy marketing and conscious marketing? Because you had built up, a, again, a pretty a seven figure good, business. Yeah, a pretty good business in that world. And you woke up one day and you said, I'm not being real. I woke up one day and said, I'm not having fun. Not having fun. I'm not having fun. I'm making money. People like it. It's successful. But this is feeling sucky. Like, I, I feel like I'm holding too many bags. I feel like I have too big a team, too many moving parts. And I knew I needed to scale up, but none of the things that I knew that I needed to do, like get more butts and seats and do bigger launches, felt fun at all. So mm -hmm. I knew that I was fucked. And I was like, okay. And I actually cannot stay in a situation that doesn't feel good. Like, a lot of people have a high tolerance for that. I do not. And I have no more addictions that I could go and, like, numb out to, <laughs> you know? So I was like, I, I need to make a change here. Wait, so you have none left or I, you don't have any? I, I or don't, you don't have any anymore. <laughs> no, no. I don't have any active addictions oh, <laughs> that work help on me that. numb out. Oh, we got to work not on that. Not even coffee or... Well, you know, I'm talking about food, alcohol, drugs, shopping, sex, all those things. I don't use to numb out. And I'm, I'm just putting this in here I candidly. I like how you add that clarification. To numb Doesn't out. mean I don't do those things. Just to numb out. I just don't <laughs> to numb, numb out. out. Y'all know when we aren't feeling good, especially when we put so much into a brand and a business and we have the following and we have all the money, it's like, I should just keep going. Well, mm -hmm. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I could not do it. And I think... Many folks are turning to things to numb out when they don't feel good in their business. They don't feel successful. And that's part of the GFR commandments and the confession questions. It's like, let's just, just take a look. Just see, read them and see what is resonating with you, where you actually need to, to GFR. And I think it creates breakthroughs in income and 
fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, it's it's interesting, too, because when you when you look at what it takes to to get real, I mean, there's a there's a fine line between getting so real that you become unrelatable, at least I think that's some people's fears and and still needing to do what you need to do in order to run a profitable business that's scalable and sustainable. So how how do you help people understand when it you, like, can you cross the line? Or is, or is it just always a matter of your right people will find you? When you say the line, what do you mean by that? Because when we all, let's just, the line meaning filters, the line meaning versions of ourselves. Sounds as if you're not, you're worrying about which one am uh, I? the which normal, three? proper, polite. Oh, right that's, that's back to, that's like, that's speaking my still on number right. three. Mm-hmm. So, so to that end, does. And can they be rude? Like, are we saying we just want people to be rude? Is that. So are we saying you just have no filter? Like, it, what does it mean to be real? I guess that's that's that's, that's the fundamental question. question that I'm you trying to figure out. You can be president of America if you can keep your filter off. Well, but even he has a filter. Mm. I mean, if he really wanted to say what he wanted to say, the N-word would be dropping every six seconds. Mm. So yeah. What you know, I'm talking about is being authentic is so overused. I love unapologetic. Like, it's about being yourself. And, you know, you talked about I give people permission. I give people th- this whole mission of GFR gives people permission to be whoever the fuck they want to be. And, and it's fascinating when people just take the lid off, you know, take off all of the things that are like oppressing them, like worrying about getting in trouble, worrying about being judged, worrying about turning people off, mm-hmm. you know, worried about, you know, not being liked when, when we could get over that. And of course, looking at all the ways that we just modify our behavior to please other people is crazy making. And we do that in our business. And so then people don't really get like, they're not even attracted. I mean, juicy marketing really at its essence was like, be you, find the words that represent who you are, and that's you're going to attract people that really want you, and wouldn't that be refreshing? So here's one, and it might segue with what you're asking too, I think, Steve, and that's um, when the, with the too far, like, is there a percentage amount of time that you're saying, yeah, okay, at some point, you don't just get on social media and just be like, I'm eating a pizza now. You know why? Because I fucking like pizza. And I'm having a beer now, too. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm like, is there is there a too far, if that person really feels real, should you start thinking about, like, I'm actually building, I'm making a reality show because I'm not going to be able to sell a product on this. Like, what? you know what I mean? How yeah. far do they think well, let's, out let's ahead Let's use me of- as, a, as a subject, right? Mm-hmm. So when I went to our, Steve and I are in a mastermind that we've been going to every year. And when I went to our, like, exclusive club and I said, I'm launching a podcast called Get Fucking Real, Straight Talking Confessions for Soulful I Entrepreneurs. Were, I really thought you were going there to the open relationship. So that was a whole other thing. That you yeah, we launched. can talk about that okay, later. Fine, yes. So when I said, you know, I, I want to do this GFR podcast and I'm going to have this brand, there at least half the people were like, I don't think you should do that. Mm. I think it sounds like you're trying too hard. Mm. I think it. I think you're trying to get too much attention. I think you're going to turn people off that you're supposed to be helping. And these all sound like really good reasons to not be real. And you know what? I'm from Jersey, y'all. I like to get in people's faces. I want to wake you up. So and the F word like is very See? authentic to me. <laughs> yeah. And so is pizza. I fucking love pizza. What did I tell you? Because I think you actually asked me at that time, and I, 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 think I, I, I probably was in that camp. Yeah, no? I, think you're, I think you're like, this sounds cool. Oh, I, you did. We actually did a mastermind about it. And yeah. your concern was that, and which is, was a common concern, was that I was going to turn off people that, I'm, that I may be needing to help. And really what I landed on was the people that are turned off are really, that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay 
turning some people off because I know that the turn on the, the positive side is such a bigger payoff because people freaking the people that love me freaking love me and they love they, they don't even necessarily say the F word like I have fans that are like I don't really use it but I love when you do you know uh-huh. and it's almost like it's guilty pleasure and mm-hmm. and they just appreciate the authenticity and for me it is authentic it is not trying too hard and and it, it feels very me so I feel fully expressed and that's a high value for me so for yeah. people that don't have a high value of wanting to be real and seen like that's the opposite right mm-hmm. so when we're real we get seen and and then the feedback that we get you know is authentic and real and and so there's like this you know that imposter syndrome that lots of people mm-hmm. have like i feel like that goes away mm-hmm. when we take that risk but you can't you, you can't like the 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 concern i think that most people have is you, you can't pick and choose right like you you couldn't have a business where you're where you're so authentic, so real, and, and being exactly who you are, and then your personal life, you're not. Like, I think that's, that's the concern for most people is, okay, fine, I could see being a certain way in, in this arena, but I couldn't be a certain way. In the, like, for you, you mean like an actor or something? Where they're doing something different actor, somewhere else? Not necessarily an actor, like but pub, not, private life, public life? Yeah. So you use the term self-expressed. And... You and and I think this plays into it, and and we have to. I think we have to bring this in, which is in your personal life. You're you're very self-expressed, right? Yes. Would you like to share? Sure. Well, the thing that I I think is interesting is that leading up to the birth of the Get Fucking Real like platform mission brand, whatever the heck you want to call it, I was having this pattern happening in my life where I was. Admitting and confessing, I love that word, and we're talking about, right, reinventing confessions here on the show. You know, I was really getting okay with all these different parts of myself. Like, I was in a 12-step program in my 20s, and that was probably one of my first sort of secret things that I was like, you know what, I'm so sick of hiding this, and if I share this, this is going to help so many people. And I saw the ripple effect. And in the last couple of years, including my unconventional marriage, my unconventional parenting, my unconventional way that I, I do intermittent fasting and the way I treat my body. I mean, there's so many things that I could hide or be embarrassed about or feel like are wrong or that I should keep secret because it might turn people off. And I just decided that that wasn't really me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, part of my quote unquote brand is that I am all about this is it, you know, and then people tell me all kinds of shit, y'all. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, people... They just tell me everything. I mean, you nothing surprises me. I feel like I've heard it all, and I'm so blessed that people feel safe. And then we have this community, the GFR squad, and that's part of the culture is this people just letting their hair down and being real. But when you say unconventional, like, what does that mean? So in my marriage, we have had open marriage, closed marriage, all different kinds of permutations about, you know, giving each other permission to be fully expressed in our relationships. You know, my parenting, my kid is 14. She goes to sleep when she wants. She eats what she wants. She she does or doesn't do any activities she wants. Like, does she go to school? She does go to school and she enjoys it. She's totally in charge of her grades and like, you know, how she shows up with assignments, all that kind of stuff, what she wears. Like she is complete autonomy. I can't even, the only time that I ever like worry about her, I can't even think of where I've inserted myself recently. And that like, that, that's unconventional parenting, For right? Sure. Right. And these are the things where you might have listeners that go, what? You are like a bad parent. And I can't believe you let your 14-year-old, you know, decide her bedtime. And mm-hmm. right. So there's there's always ways that we express. And, and there's give- someone else that's saying, 
where do I sign up for the program? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the ones that I'm totally cool attracting. And the ones that get repelled, it's totally fine with me. And I've, yeah. I don't know if it's like a season. I've been doing this 20 years and I'm just like, I've had it. Like, I yeah. don't want to be creating something that, you know, requires me to like turn it down, turn the volume well, down. And what brings to mind for me is that you're going to create or attract a very potent tribe. Yes. So they're going to like we get you man and we want to be you and we want to be here and do your stuff. I don't I wouldn't apologize for that at all. Like I get a little bit of a uh, being Catholic. Yes. That's a can be a polarizing niche. But it's who I am. You know, right. it's what I like to talk about and so good. People who like that, like me, yeah, I'm good. Totally. And doesn't it feel good to just like own that? Like this is who I am. I love Jesus, and you know, I love everybody who loves Jesus, and like, and and that is very potent and fun. Yeah, and yeah. there's enthusiasm at the core of it because like-minded. So, and so let let's let's play this out for a second. And and again, I just my point being, it seems to me like it, it's it's all or none. Like, if you're really going to get real, like, you, you, it would be really difficult not to be real across the board. Well, here's where it gets all or none. When you look at the 12 GFR commandments, which you can grab at gfr.life forward slash 12C, 12C, when you look at them, you can see that it's like an exploration and there's layers. So, like, we already talked about number three and that confession question was, where am I not speaking my truth? So you can look at it, where am I not speaking my truth in my marketing? Okay, let's get real about that. What well, could I be more true? Where am I not speaking my truth in my relationship? Mm -hmm. Where am I not speaking the truth with my parents? You know, like there, so you can take a shot at it and go, where am I willing to get real right now? And where am I not? Yeah. Because I, 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 I know what he's trying to get to. And I tr almost got it last time. Let's just say where it's a court of law. You tell the truth and you tell nothing but the truth. But I think Steve's asking about that whole truth one. Like, do you, do you, is that what you kind of mean? Like, do you just say everything all the time? Yeah, I, I mean, and, and again, just in, in my own self-development work and all that stuff, I've come to recognize, like, you're going to say something and it's not your responsibility in terms of how that person reacts. It's on them. It's based on their their Very moral good, code, yes. right? Like, you know, we just, we are who we are and however they react, they react. And I think a lot of what we do, we do out of wanting to protect those that we love. And so we get caught up in half-truths or lies of omission or those sort of things. And what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Lisa, but what you're saying is each one of those lies of omission or half-truths or attempts to protect someone you love uh, really, I don't want to say eats away, but certainly prevents you from living in, in this in this state of, of being of being real. It's like a mask or layers of an onion kind of. I feel like parts of us, like not to be dramatic, but I really do feel like parts of us die. Like when we, every lie and thing we hide, there is like a part of our soul, spirit, happiness that is just dying and it's we're sacrificing that for somebody else's feelings or not turning somebody else off or being liked or and I, you know censoring censoring mm -hmm. censoring self-censoring though yeah self-censoring yeah but again I, but i know there's some folks out there right now who are saying and, and maybe we're byproducts of our upbringing maybe we're byproducts of this of the times right like if you look at like if you look at the other side of the equation here and you look at the kids 
And as long as we're being candid, let's just be candid, right? So you've got, you know, you've got Tinder and you've got all these apps and it's just like, you know, these hookups, fuck up. It's like, you know, it doesn't even matter. Like you just, you swipe, you go, you bang, you call it a day. And there's like, well, that's what the kids do, Mary. And so, you know, it's, it's, it, it, what happens when there's no control? Mary's downloading. Right? Here, right, Mary just downloaded. <laughs> it's, so it's called Grindr. G-R-I-N-D-R, Mary. Go, go. No, no. No, not that one. No. All right. So, but the point being, I think as, as human beings, we need some sort of fucking control. Like, we, we can't just be completely to our own devices or... I don't. Am I just wrong here? Like I, what you're, oh, what you're, what you're. Can you give us an example right of something that you think should be hidden, or something that you wouldn't want people? He to wants know? to know if he should do a a, a cover on of I, uh, <laughs> on podcast magazine. No. Right of me thrusting like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> eyes can only see in the, the pose that he just struck. <laughs> I was very natural, <laughs> by the way. Right? Yeah, that's no scary. Totally. On that at all. <laughs> so, all right. So, like, I got a buddy who who recently got divorced, and he was married for like twenty years, and now he's like. I'm going to Thailand, I'm going to Brazil, I'm going, you know, like, I'm going to do all this stuff, and, and, you know, I've wanted to do this, and I'm going to do, and, like, you know, this, that, and the other. And so, okay, great, you know, you go on, you do that thing, and you're going to get AIDS and die. Like, I, I mean, if we're just left to do, I don't know, there's, there's parts of the brain, and I so miss are you, that are science class. So are all of class. your examples sexual in nature that sexual are, and, are popping in your drugs, head? Probably drugs, too, probably. Sexual in nature, probably drugs. drugs. Like, I mean, just... <laughs> Eating whatever the fuck you want, drinking whatever you want. I mean, saying whatever you want. Like, I don't know. I'm maybe. I, it, you know, it's so I, weird because I know it's this whole episode. I know what he's trying to get to. <laughs> what am I trying to get to? It's the same. No, it's it's similar on like, that. It's like when people talk control. about the now. When people talk <laughs> about the now, for instance, and I'm going to go to an exaggerated extreme to show this as an example. What I think he's saying: If I live in the now, only right now. I'm not worried about past nows. I'm not worried about future nows. Why don't you go do some heroin real quick? Because it's just the now. Like, and you just want to experience right now. And, and really, you just want to experience right now. But guess what? You might fuck up your future nows by doing that heroin. You know what I'm saying? So I took it to the future part. That's far. a really extreme example. Yeah. No, there's saying. all kinds of extremes. But he, I guess what he's getting at is if it's just about feeling good, like how far do you go? You're just like, hey, I'm just feeling I'm feeling it. Right, like what are some of the things that you're not doing that you want to do, right? I mean, like you can kind of read between the lines of some of the like, commandments. I want to go to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> right, like don't, like what am I tolerating? You know, don't Commandment compromise. Number one, don't Commandment compromise. number one, right? Confession right. question, what am I tolerating? Right, what am I tolerating? And we all have to tolerate something. something. Otherwise, again. Okay, I think I got it. You got I it? I think I got it. All right, okay. please. So, Help me. So the extreme, like when you, when you look at total permission, it feels like, crazy town like it would just would be you know society would crash and we'd all be like we're doing whatever the fuck we want and we didn't care if we hurt anybody like there's this extreme yes and then there's the part where everyone's shut down following the rules wearing conservative clothing you know just not saying anything that might piss somebody off and what I think that we're not even anywhere freaking close to the middle. Sorry, I just it's pictured you with tail I pictured versus. I, I pictured you, you with ties visual. doing something visual. totally Thank different you. with your ties. Like, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Love it. I'm wearing a bow tie, bitches. Yeah, Thank sorry. You. I don't think that we, especially mission-driven entrepreneurs that we're supposed to, like, we're the ones that are going to heal this freaking planet. We're not anywhere even near the middle of being truthful with ourselves and and yeah. making sure that we are speaking our truth and aligned with our vision and taking the freaking lid off before it's too late we're nowhere even near the middle so so somebody like you steve that's you know taken lots of risks and had the wild side of life like you immediately like i could see like like it's like uh animal house in your brain is all already is the <laughs> scene the you know 
but right. <laughs> but there's that middle ground that I think we haven't even approached. So that's I would like to just get us more into the even in the middle, maybe upper middle of keeping it real, living our truth, and and saying the things that we need to say in our marketing and wherever else, so that we attract the people that freaking need our help. Have you read a copy mm -hmm. of Steve's What Is Your What? I haven't read. And anything if you haven't, you can go to whatisyourwhat.com <laughs> forward Thank you, Lisa. slash. <laughs> I haven't free. bought it. I haven't read it. I'm not even interested in looking at it. It's anyway. all right. He doesn't I've read other people's I've listened to either. lots of things. Yes. <laughs> but yes. um, the reason the reason is I'm wondering like. One of his questions is, who's the audience you're most compelled to serve? And so do you, because this doesn't, back to the beyond eight figures, this isn't just people that are beginning. Sometimes people have gone through a lot of life. They built a bunch of big things. People think they got it all together. And, and you can sometimes see right through that too, I'm sure, because you've been watching. Well, those, and are doing the only, those are the only people who have something to confess. Yeah, well, and you so, have to have so what's the experience. what's the model you have? Do you mostly work with people who are getting started? Do you have like a higher end product for like big coaching for the, you know? You know, I've been talking about something that I'm calling unmentoring lately. And what I believe is that there's actually a generation of mission driven entrepreneurs that are have invested in mentors, the systems, the blueprints, you know, all of that stuff. And they are they are now in a season where they actually need to like set that shit aside and come back to themselves trusting themselves more being able to stand for like their expertise all this all of these like almost deprogramming in mm -hmm. a way and so you know that's the space that i like to hold for people that are just like okay i've i've invested and learned and all the things and i'm still the number one thing that's in my way mm -hmm. then you want to come talk to me and mm -hmm. we will we will unmentor you so that the end result is you trust yourself not me you trust mm -hmm. yourself more and own your expertise and the price and the sales process and all that stuff that you've learned but you now uh, feel more aligned you're having fun you're not mm -hmm. stressing yourself out and of course i'm doing this now because that's where i am in my yeah. season like letting go of my my seven figure business was very much about me this does not freaking feel good i don't like how i'm showing up in my life you know i don't i don't want the stress i don't want the push i don't want the launch i don't want the butts and seats you know that yeah. was just my mm -hmm. my decision so i get to work at a high level with people that are really committed and here here's the kicker they have to be more committed to um enjoying and feeling good in their business than the six seven or eight figure goal you know it's super cool about you saying that is i know there's a bunch of people sitting out there but one of them's for sure going to hear this that i'm gonna, and i'm making a number up they could, they could be happier with oh i'll go with your 12 12 million dollars than a $50 million business yes, if they actually liked the yes. $12 million yes. business. Totally yeah. agree. Like way happier. Totally agree. So, yeah. so it's interesting. So you've, you've now developed this pretty cool community and you, you know, you dove head first into this and you're, I know you're loving all this. So tell, tell us about, how so, do you know I'm loving it? Oh, can you see the smile? Um, <laughs> you can hear, can you hear the, the smile? Right. <laughs> so, uh, Give us a couple of fun confessions that like people Ooh. can fight oh, in. Oh, this yeah. is so good. I was yeah. hoping you would ask me this. For sure. Okay, so I had a client confess to me that her husband likes wearing women's clothing. And she thinks it's so cool. And now they're going to all these really like cool cross-dressing events and things like that. Mm, so she's okay with it. She's totally okay with it. I had, um, and it's funny, there's a lot of relationship things. Because sexuality is mm -hmm. a, a thing that people are But she didn't confess with. anything about herself. She, well, she, well, see, here's the thing. She confessed she, confessed she liked it. She thought I have, she confessed she liked she it. Confessed, yeah, yeah, she confessed, I have a, a husband who likes to wear women's clothes, yeah, and that's I'm okay very with vulnerable. That. That's, that's a true. pretty big freaking confession. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is this yeah. in the vault? Which well, vault? she didn't Did say you? a name. 
No, I understand. But when you hear something, <laughs> oh, a confession, for sure. it's in oh, the vault. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the things I And what know, was her name? Mary. <laughs> right? Well, I the bet. thing that's cool about you doing it this way and not saying, like, it was Mary Sue oh, who Jesus. said that and her phone number is... Um, <laughs> Is you, it, it gives you the social proof, too, to be like, hey, you think you got some crazies. Like, you might not even. No, I don't think they're crazy. No, and that's what my show is about. My all, GFR yeah, cool. podcast is about is people telling these stories about crazy, quote unquote, crazy things that happen to them that birthed their business. See, that's mm. the thing that the, the juice that I have for this is that this is all for the purpose of somebody's mission. Right. So the more that they can get real, the actually the more impact they're going to make in the world. So that like I couldn't I'm not a life coach. Like I don't you know, if you're just wanting to keep your corporate job and like that, um, that's probably I'm not probably your person. Mm-hmm. Um, but the confessions, I mean, so I, how did that translate over to her business then? Like, in, in, I mean, yes, because, really good question. Yeah. Yes. And, and what I find is all the confessions and all the things that people are hiding is a du- like a direct clog on the path toward where they want to go, whether it's. So that couple's directly. throwing the parties now, is what you're telling me. They're well, I can tell you. Parties. Well, you want to hear something funny? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, they uh, politics was part of their path, and because he mm. was able to share that with her, and then she was able to get okay with it, then they were able to go do whatever they wanted to do because they weren't worried about somebody finding out. Yeah, I knew Kellyanne Conway was into that. I knew <laughs> it. That's that's awesome. So again, uh, yeah, another good juicy yes, confession. Yes. Well, you we know, love confession. That's like a great word. Confession that's a great, is a word. great yeah. word. Yeah. Well, so and and here's a, a great one that is really illuminates somebody's purpose. So I have a gal who is an empowerment coach, right? Helps women to you know do the things that are, feel scary to them, and she is realizing she's not in the relationship with her husband. She's not in the relationship that's really serving her, and she confessed that you know their um, intimate relationship is kind of like where she's not setting the boundaries that she wants to with him. Now that was huge for her to admit. Like I'm actually not saying no. She and wants I really to reel want to him no. in more. Like she, he's too out here, there for here, her. Listen, she said I didn't say no sexually. Like I didn't say no when I really didn't want to have sex. Right? Which you think as a marriage, it's not that big a deal. But for somebody who's an empowerment coach, yeah, admitting, confessing, like my husband wanted to have sex with me. I really at that time wasn't into it, but I didn't tell him. Oh. I didn't tell him and she didn't know she didn't have anybody who else would she even tell that to Mm -hmm. so you know in our gfr squad people share all kinds of stuff and sometimes they message me privately and say can i just confess to you because i just i know i'll feel better if i get this off my chest and that is a direct connection to her work and now she feels more authentic before she's feeling an imposter now right because Mm -hmm. it'd be like me keeping my seven-figure business not loving it and telling people you need to create a business you love like Mm -hmm. that you know that's would be hypocritical it's really only recently i've learned how to tell myself no and i'm just like i'm not in the mood yes you are i am not so it i hear you. it is Put your phone but for down. men that's real like i know i don't know if you're joking or not but for men With it's real because they feel like oh i should want it all the time and that's right. bullshit and so then they feel like if they don't want it all the time then there's something wrong with it i'm 50 it's like i don't want it all the time no, you have other priorities I don't uh, think this is bad for total you know what's clinic. hot you know what's really hot right now Sexting. Sleep. <laughs> right? Oh my God, that is so hot. Like I will, you want a nap? Oh yeah, count me in. Let's, Let's go cuddle. lay down. I am on that. All right, so we're going to run out of time here, and I don't want to run out of time. Um, 
But that is inevitably what happens because there is a clock and there are only a certain number of minutes that we can do this thing. Um, so uh, so you're, first of all, you, you had me as a guest on, uh, on your show, which was awesome. And thank you again for that uh, opportunity and that invitation. So tell us, tell us about the, the guests that surprised you the most on, on your show and what they revealed that, uh, that you never saw coming. So I had a gentleman on that I met at New Media Summit mm. who has a company called now Prepared Fathers. Ah, Jay. Jay. And I knew that his business was birthed because his wife died suddenly, mm -hmm. and which was profound enough. Mm -hmm. And then he confessed on my show that she died of an overdose because she was addicted to oxy from a slip and fall accident mm -hmm. and that this addiction went on for years and she, he didn't know he didn't notice it and know what was going on and then she admitted it and but she told him she had it under control but she didn't and then she wound up committing suicide mm -hmm. and it was so pro such a profound thing for him to share and he is so like humbled from it yeah. and so committed to his kids and then this new mission and of course also educating people on oxy addiction and yeah. i was just super touched by that yeah uh we we had an opportunity to have jay on really really powerful story as well and um you know it, it, it's interesting because so many new gateways open up when you're when you're able to to get real and be authentic and so on is there and i know you got your 12 commandments but is there is there like one question if you had to boil it down to to one question that people should ask themselves in this moment to really help identify where there may be uh, a lack of authenticity or where they may be feeling you know closed off or or just not in alignment with who they really are, is there is there a question that um, can help it's open that up for them? Simple, a simple one and profound. If you're really willing to get real about it, and that is, what doesn't feel good? Mm -hmm. I feel like we're so sucky at knowing what feels good, we're in, because we are given so little autonomy in childhood and through school, and then in business or jobs, and we just. There's just so much imposed on us. And I can see it as a parent of a 14-year-old, how much I could be imposing my will on my kid. What is good, what was healthy, what is right, what is wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, and to that point, knowing that for a teenager, what feels good could be something you're like, oh, God, here we go. You know, mm -hmm. 14, right. you might, yeah. you know, and you're like, how do I not be the parent that tells her how to handle that? Exactly. It's so true. And so in business, what doesn't feel good, it's like, you know, and people, I, people confess to me, I have multiple conversations with people that are, have successful things that they're not liking and they don't even know who to confess it to. And what I find is if they just make a decision without knowing what's going to happen next, if they just make a decision like, okay, and they confess, this doesn't feel good. I need to do something. I don't know what it is, but this isn't working for me anymore. Mm -hmm. It's huge without a plan. Well, in my work that I've done and was just talking about this the other day, just because you admit something isn't working doesn't mean you have to slam the door on it exactly. today. Exactly. It just frees up that pent up energy. I totally it's like, agree. okay, this sucks. I want to quit my job, but I'm going to I'm going to give it some space and figure it out. Right. It's what they say, right? The first step, you know, is like yeah. admitting. And right. you know, and of course that's uh, commandment number 2, let go of what doesn't feel good. Yeah. And it's simple but profound. Yeah, but at the same token, we 
and perhaps this is my my overriding mm, position as far as this conversation goes is in life we just do things that we don't necessarily want to do we do things that don't necessarily feel good and and i just i am worried about advising people otherwise especially when it comes to business because there's just like mary said there's just certain things you have to deal with i would say just try to minimize it try to minimize the shit you're doing that doesn't feel good that would be a huge step in the right direction and hanging out with people that you just don't feel good hanging out with and this will be the last episode of (laughs) reinvention right i am gone i am gone see you later mary (laughs) Galay. out (laughs) no but i think we run into people um through normal things that we're doing and so you're just going to run into them and instead of feeling guilty about that person's energy doesn't work for me well it's almost like you're the person you let go you fired as a as a client yeah you know, you knew you didn't want to take him on as a client, but you wanted some money. Mm-hmm. So you took him yep. on as a client. Then he turns into asshole. He revealed himself. You Which would be commandment. You fired him as a, you fired because you were number not seven, feeling seven. good. Right. Yeah. Commandment number seven. Buddy. And then you said, Trust I'm yourself. going to feel good yep. again. Trust Go with your, your gut. gut. Go with your gut. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, Lisa, I know that the 12 commandments are available for folks to grab. Uh, you mentioned it before, but you kind of glossed over it. Let's get you to actually say it clearly sure. so people can. Sure. Where do they you, go? You what guys want to see it, go through the confessions and see which one resonates with you. So go yeah. to gfr.life forward slash one, two, as in 12, C as in commandment. Awesome. And uh, in the name of your podcast again? Is Get Fucking Real. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you do. But and they don't put in dot, dot, dot. Yes, right? it's they G-E-T-F, <laughs> star, 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 I-N-G-R-E-A-L. Yeah. You darn Apple podcast with your rules and regulations. So annoying. Uh, all right, so in the last uh, 54 seconds here, what, uh, what final words of advice do you have for us in terms of reinventing confessions and, uh, and, and what we've covered here today? I think we have two confessions, confessing what happened in the past that we want to be real and authentic about and then being real about things that don't feel good right now and confessing those first to ourselves and then to others. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Really, really great having you here. Appreciate you making the drive down. Um, it'll be really interesting, too, to find your episode from, like, four years ago. I got I to gotta look that up and see what that... Was that one of your reinvention workshops? Is that what you well, were out she, for? Lisa spoke at a reinvention workshop, but, did she, but I, Lisa was actually on, on reinvention mm-hmm. radio about three or four years ago. I'd be real curious to go back and listen to that one now. That's There you go. That's your homework call. Find the original episode with Lisa Cherney. All right, Lisa, we're going to let you jump for Mary Goulet and for Richie Ote, White Wade under control in the studio, Kelly under control back in the headquarters. I am Steve Olsher, and we will talk to you guys really, really soon. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. 